I'm here, guys. Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, everyone, I'm starting up the Frankie D Show. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. And I actually remember to press that record button for the audio this week. Now, for uh, everyone that actually listened to the recording last week, I was able to get uh, my full recording in there, so I didn't even have to like re-edit the intro in. So, but there we go. Didn't forget to press it. I'm getting better at this, I guess. All right. Uh, sorry I'm for the live stream, people. For the people that only listen on the audio. By the way, I really appreciate you guys. I like seeing those numbers go up every week. That's pretty cool. Um, but for the live stream people right now, sorry I'm like uh, 14 minutes late. My bad. I had to help someone do something and ran over a little bit. Then I had to set all my equipment up, this and that. Anyway, don't worry. I'm here. I've got some good shit to talk about today. So, again, just starting off the show, everyone, subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Give me the thumbs up, smash that subscribe button, ding the bell, do what you gotta do on YouTube. You people probably know better than me. Uh, Subscribe to the Frankie D Show anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you're listening on Apple, give me a five-star review. And, uh, you know, give me a five-star rating, leave me a review. I really just want to read these reviews, honestly. Um, listen to me, you know, Spotify, Podbean, uh, Amazon. I don't even know. I'm on a bunch of places now. So wherever I think wherever you listen to them, I should be on. If I'm not, if you're like, you know, I heard you on YouTube, but I really want to listen to you on this app. I don't know, then write it in on YouTube or whatever you got to do. Also, follow the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter at the Frankie D Show. That's another place where you could say, hey, Frank, I found you on like YouTube or something, but I want to listen to you on an app that I've never even heard of. Go on there. All right. And then uh, if anyone wants to call in, the number is in the YouTube description. I'll plug it real fast, though. Uh, so that number is 732 844. 0059 again 732-844-0059. and again that number is in the YouTube description okay let's get to this now I got some I don't know I got some good shit to talk about today one thing that I know I think a lot of people I I think I'm kind of late with talking about this I think this happened like I could have probably talked about this last week I think um but whatever we're talking about it today a lot of people, well, a lot of Rogan fans, uh, you know, heard about this by now. Joe Rogan has basically gone irrelevant. I'm not going to lie. I, I think everyone's kind of noticed that. He was like the biggest thing when he was on YouTube and when he was on all the podcast apps. And now that he won exclusive to Spotify, he, he, I barely even hear about him. The only reason why I even hear about him as much as I do is because I'm into radio and podcasting and stuff. And he is obviously a huge part of that world. But in general... He's really not that great at podcasting. I mean, it's funny that's coming from me with like, you know, not a ton of listeners. But if he was better at podcasting, he's he's still for free. You'd think he'd bring like all his audience over with him. I think he lost majority of his audience, honestly. I mean, sure, there's some countries that can't get Spotify. But he, I don't think he brought um, majority of his audience over. I think he still could have brought a lot of uh, his audience over. A lot of countries can get Spotify. The thing is, you know, especially YouTube, I think YouTube was his biggest thing. You know, they'd see him with another celebrity, famous person, whatever, on YouTube. They, he, they'd see him in a professional studio and they're like, wow, like, oh man, he's got, I don't know, Joey Diaz on. You know, Joey Diaz has a big audience and, and stuff. So they'd see him right, you know, that thumbnail. And then, you know, his podcast, uh, you know, on Apple and stuff, that started, you know, to pick up because... He's been doing it for so many years. There's a lot of reasons why Joe Rogan is successful. I'm not going to go through them all today. I'll go through them another day. I do want to talk about that, honestly, because I think people actually think, like, 
he's just like a great host when he's not that great. I mean, seriously, he's really not. There's a lot of reasons why he's successful, and I'm not saying he doesn't have any talent at all, but it's at the bottom of his list. It's not like, you know, Howard Stern on radio. That guy had an immense amount of talent as a host, and that's why he got so big, and that's why he was able to bring a lot of people over to a paid subscription on Sirius XM. And uh, I honestly don't think if, like, let's just say Sirius XM offered Joe Rogan the money that Spotify offered him, Let's say Sirius offered him more money and Rogan went with Sirius. I don't think that Rogan could have brought really much of his audience over at all, like Howard did. Again, he's got a huge audience, so he would have brought some over, but I don't think he would have brought a lot over. Anyway, my little rant about Rogan is uh, over now. I want to uh, talk about him, though, because <clears throat> Mark Marin, another huge podcaster, whose podcast I also don't think is that great, uh, went after Rogan. And I thought it was actually pretty funny. He went after him on Tom Segura's podcast. Everyone just has a fucking podcast these days. Tom Segura is another uh, podcaster, stand-up comedian. I think you know a lot of these popular guys are. Uh, so I thought it was pretty funny. He went after like people just following Rogan to Austin, Texas. <clears throat> and I, I do, you know, I have respect for the audience <laughs> that Rogan's built. I'm not saying he hasn't built an extraordinarily impressive audience and he does the kind of show he wants, but when I listen to his show, I honestly, I get bored. I'm like, all right, it has to be a a guest that I actually want to listen to. It's not like he just makes any interview interesting to me. Anyway, I I keep like, I keep wanting just to like talk about Rogan. Uh, I have respect for uh, Mark Maron too. There's three guys that really... I think started, you know, they, they kind of really legitimized podcasting, and that was Adam Carolla, Mark Marin, and Joe Rogan. Adam Carolla, he was big on uh, FM radio, and he was he was big with Dr. Drew. They have a they had a show called uh, Love Line, I believe. Is that what it was called? I don't even know. I didn't listen to it. Then he had the Adam Carolla show. Uh, Adam Carolla actually took over for. Howard Stern on the Los Angeles station when Howard wasn't syndicated to there anymore when he went to satellite radio. And then uh, he went to podcasting when he got fired. I think he just got fired from a uh, a genre change or something. Like It's not like he did anything crazy on the radio and they're like, all right, you got to go. So he was the first one, Adam Carolla, that legitimized it. Then I would say Mark Marin's the second one that legitimized podcasting. Reason how he did that was uh I, he was early on in it just like Corolla, just like Rogan. And I think the big thing with him, the, his claim to fame still. And this happened years ago, so it's like people kind of got to get over this at this point. He had Obama on his podcast and Obama was I think president still when he was on the podcast. So that was like pretty big and it's like no one was getting, like, the president on a podcast back then. People were still like, wait, what the fuck's a podcast? Like, wait, it's like internet radio? What What's a podcast? So people were very impressed with that, but it's like, yeah, it was impressive for the time. I mean, I'm, Obama has his own podcast now. And then there was Rogan, who was, like, really the last one out of those three to legitimize podcasting, and... Again, he just built an extraordinarily impressive audience. It became huge on YouTube and all the platforms he was on. And then obviously his biggest thing in terms of uh, money was the Spotify deal. That really made people be like, wow, there's there's really money in this podcasting thing, isn't there? So those were uh, those were like the three people to really legitimize Podcasting, So I find it funny that one of them went after the other one. Clearly, he's bitter at uh, Rogan because he th- he was like the main... Mark, Mar- Mark Maron was the main podcasting guy like before Joe Rogan. It was like Adam Carolla was the first one, then Mark Maron, then Rogan. And Maron even like admits that he was bitter. Like he is like, yeah, of course I want the $100 million. I was like, I was before Rogan. I was popular on podcasting before Rogan. I know Mara went off, he did, he started acting and stuff. He's actually a pretty good actor. But I guess, you know, when you're hearing 
other podcasters are getting a hundred million dollars when you were known as the podcasting guy. I guess that uh, could piss you off. Uh, let's see what he said on. Uh, I'll stop babbling. Let's see what he said on Tom Segura's podcast because it was pretty funny. Well. <laughs> It's nice. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I like it because you kind of suck it in. Yeah, yeah. You know. All right, so that's uh, Marin talking right now. Not a, you know, it's a, yeah. there's a passive aggression to yeah, it. Yeah, there is. There you is, know, is they, yeah. like you know, we've all taken the hit here. Yeah. So, like, uh, I've been making fun of uh, you guys for moving there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah it's been lot. fun, man. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, know. I also feel like my lifestyle is amazing. Well, you're, so. I think you're different. You know, I, I think that you know, you're your own guy. You're your own life. You weren't one of the guys that, you know, rented out space in Joe's ass. And, you know, you... <laughs> oh, yeah. So it, it is funny how he's literally trashing the comedians that are following Joe Rogan to Austin, Texas. Yeah, you know, and then he tries to say to Tom Segura, but you're different. You're not, you, you know, you didn't rent out space in Joe Rogan's ass. And it's like, no, he clearly is. He's literally following Rogan, just like all the other ones. Like, he doesn't want to, like, smash him to his face because, you know, he's a guest on his podcast. But, dude... If, if you're going to go there, just go there. Tell him, be like, Tom, why the fuck are you going to Austin, Texas? Don't be a little bitch and follow Joe Rogan. Like, Austin is not going to be the next Los Angeles or New York City. If that's really your thoughts, you, you like, tell him that. Don't be a little bitch and, you know, be like, oh, no, dude, but you're cool. You're doing your own thing there in Austin. It's like, when did Rogan even move there? Was that like a whole year ago now? He moved there a while ago. Like, you know, it's not like he was one of the first people that's like, oh, no, I just want to go to Austin. It's like, at this point, no, it's like I'm following the comedians. Uh, let's see what else he had to say. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's like a human centipede in Austin. It's like <laughs> Elon Musk, Joe Rogan, and three middle acts, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but you seem to do your own thing. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we have our own, you know, our own. See, people are going to see that and go, like, look at Mary, he's bitter. It's like, yeah. why wouldn't I be? <laughs> Why a uh, hundred million dollars for going? I don't know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes, and that, that's what I was saying. Rogan really doesn't have like that much talent when it comes to podcasting. I know, stupid, uh, stupid, stupid. I, I want to see his reaction. Stupid, uh, Brendan Schaub he used to be a UFC fighter. He has a podcast now. Now he's really stupid. Like you, you hear him talking, you're like, how many brain cells has this guy lost from fighting in the UFC? His podcast sucks. Now. It, <clears throat> And so he talked about it, and he was like, this is, this is where I had the problem with Mark Maron because, of, you know, of what he was saying about, like... $100 million know, for going, going, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> really? So, you know, Brennan Shaw was pissed that Maron was saying that uh, Rogan got all the money for going, like, I don't know. Really? But have you watched a Joe Rogan interview? It's not like, I, like, to me, I'm not like, man, he's really making this entertaining. He's really making this interesting. I really want to hear the next thing he says. You literally, Mark Marin is right on the point there. I mean, that is why Rogue, that is why Marin's bitter. He was the big podcasting guy. He wants that, he wanted that hundred million dollars. I get, he puts a little more to his interviews. At least he said, I really, I can't speak much uh, for him because I don't listen. I've listened to like one, maybe two of his uh, podcasts. A lot of people said he had a great podcast, but I don't know. I wasn't feeling his. I didn't like it. I don't like most podcasts. Most of them suck. Yeah. Most of them were just boring. Like I said, the Savage Sack Tap by Mike Montone. That's a good one. But, uh. I do, but I will agree with Marin there. Like, I could see why he's better. If he thinks he gives more to his interviews than just, oh, I don't know, really? I mean, have you seen a Joe Rogan podcast? Like I said, like, that's literally what he does. I don't, you know, I don't feel like he adds a ton ton. That's why I always think it really matters who his guest is. If he has a very interesting guest, it's a good podcast. If he doesn't, you know, if it's someone, like, we don't give a crap about, He's not going to get a ton of views, at least as many as his, you know, maybe more than the average podcaster, but not, you know, it's not going to be like his other ones. Like, look at Alex Jones. He That's one of his most viewed podcasts, Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. It's because Alex Jones is crazy. People got a kick out of it. I didn't even, I wasn't even that aware of Alex Jones, I will say before that Rogan podcast, but because of the way Alex Jones acted on it, he was hilarious. I was like, all right, this is good. I can see why people like this. Then you watch another, like a no-name guest uh, on there, and you're like, oh, man, this is this is boring. Okay, on to the next podcast. Uh, let's see what else Marin had to say. 
Yeah, that's that's a lot. Hey, Rogan's pushing back. I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Look, God bless. But like, I'm not going to sit here and accept Austin as the next Shangri-La. Yeah. Because people always forget to finish a sentence, you know. Hey, man, I'm moving to Austin. Texas? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's still Texas. (laughs) Oh, it's really Texas. It's really. Uh, So now he's just kind of going after. I mean, I don't have a problem with Texas in general. In fact, I think Texas is a great state. You know, it's. But uh, I understand what he's saying, though. It's like it, it isn't the next Los Angeles or New York City, if that's what people think. If people think they're going to move to uh, Austin and think like, oh, wow. Like if they're a stand-up and like, this is this is where I'm going to make it big. It's probably not going to happen, at least right now. Maybe in the future if every, if all the comedians really just go down there and build it up. But right now, it, it's it's not that way. Uh, what else does he got? Really, Texas. It's like the hipster Alamo. It's this it little is. enclave. It does it. feel like you're in. You're totally in a different unit. Like obviously, it's the most time I've ever spent there. Usually, you come in, you do a weekend of shows, or right? You know, but it's it is not like any other Texas experience. You know, no. I look. I I've always liked it. I've spent time there. Yeah. You know, it's, but you know, let's be honest. It's four stores, a lot of meat, yeah, and uh, a lot of musicians who are you know failed elsewhere. <laughs> So like it, <laughs> yeah, things didn't pan out. Yeah, it's right. yeah. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys still want to play? The funny thing was when we we actually you know bit like made the decision to move, and everything honestly is always predicated when you're when you're married with kids. It's like your wife has to be on board with this thing. Sure. And when she was like, no, we're like when she was on board, I never thought she would leave L.A. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I mean, I don't. She's a stand up too. I'm pretty sure that's Tom Segura talking right now. I'm pretty sure she's a stand stand up too. And I feel like everyone just thinks if they could follow Joe Rogan to Austin, that is the right move. I, I you know, I, I don't think a lot. I think these people need to think, especially Tom Segura. He seems pretty uh, popular in the podcast space. I think these people need to be like, well, how could we stand out? Instead of being like, let's just follow Joe Rogan. And so when she's like, no, I'm very excited about it, and like being the driving force. I was like, all right, let's go. And yeah, but also to, like, you know, there is like a tax benefit. To, you know, there's to a tax a benefit. Limit. There's a definitely like as like real road dogs, you know, we basically tour all the time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, very yeah, exciting yeah. to have that. Yeah, I mean, Texas is a lot cheaper to live in than Los Angeles. So that de- that definitely has to be a positive. So I could see them like justifying it in their head when they're trying to, you know, chase Rogan and people are like, dude, you're just following Rogan. It's like, no. It's a lot cheaper to live there than it is in Los Angeles. It's like, all right, good point. Right. Year-round touring from the center of right. the country. Uh, yeah, okay. That yeah. part's really yeah, exciting yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, But I also had this thing where I go, you know, if we don't like it, um, there's no rules that say you can't move. Like, we'll move back to L.A. And then she was like, oh, we're not moving back. And yeah. I was like, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Rogan is going to be there forever. Therefore, we will be there forever. Decided. Really? Yeah. And she was like, definitely not. Yeah. She was like, I, there, she wasn't happy here or she just don't want to move again. She definitely doesn't want to move again. And she also really wants our boys to feel like centered and grounded and in one place. So she's like, oh, right, they're, start, right, right. they're starting school here. My all, our oldest starts kindergarten. Right. She goes, I am not fucking moving him in third grade. Right. Well, she grew up no in way. some insanity. Yeah. She grew up in some insanity. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, he wants stability. And I, look, stability. look, I get it. Like, I grew up in New Mexico. I get text. All right, that's, an, that's all I'm going to uh, play of that. So anyway, Mark Maroney went after uh, Joe Rogan there. I thought that was pretty funny. The old number one podcast guy going after the new number one podcast guy. I mean, Marin, the the big way, I mean, I know you did admit you're bitter, so I mean, I guess that's good. However, the big way to get back at Rogan, I wouldn't even say get back. The way to make yourself happy, I guess, is make a better product, right? Be the number one podcast guy again. You get yourself a big fancy deal, right? Sorry if I just said right a bunch of freaking times. So, yeah. Make a better podcast. The money will come, especially you already have an established audience. Shouldn't be that hard, right? Just put your mind to it. Oh, my God. I just said right again. Okay, let's go on to uh, the next subject because that's all uh, the Joe Rogan and Mark Maron's talk I really want to do. The two big guys in podcasting. I guess Adam Carolla is there. I, I did forget to mention, too. This is kind of irrelevant now, but I do feel uh, Tom Green and Anthony Cumia have a big part to play in this, too. Rogan says if it wasn't for them, especially Anthony Cumia and Opie and Anthony, that he wouldn't have uh, 
he probably wouldn't have made a podcast. But I guess that doesn't really matter. Okay, we're moving on to the next subject. So I want to talk about uh, Paige Van Zant. She had her next, uh, her her second you uh, bare knuckle boxing match. Now her first one she lost, and I was really hoping I was like, all right, can she can she do this? Can she get the second one? Can she win the second one? And she could not do the second one. She lost. She sucks. I uh, I watched the match actually. It was pretty entertaining. They were really throwing fists. Those chicks. She fought. What the hell was her name? Uh, something Ostovich. <sighs> Rachel Ostovich. Okay, she fought Rachel Ostovich, and clearly she thought she was going to win. I don't know if she actually thought she won, or if she did this as like a publicity stunt or something. But you know, they're announcing the winner. She has a smile on her face. Paige Van Zant does. She has a smile on her face. Like, she's like, all right, they're about to announce me as the winner. And it's like, could you really have that much confidence in yourself? Like, did you really think you, like, annihilated her? Once you have knocked her out, if you were that confident? So she really thinks they're going to announce her as winner. She's smiling. And then they announce Rachel Ostovich as the winner. And she goes, like, running off the stage. She literally just, she doesn't, like, shake her hand. She just walks out of the ring. And it's like, all right, did you do that because you were actually upset? Because if you did, that's kind of bad sportsmanship, right? Or did you do that as a publicity stunt? And if you did, that's actually kind of funny. I like that. She's like, all right, well, if I lost this fight, and maybe she knew she lost the fight. Maybe that's why she even put the smile on beforehand. And it's like she gave like a little smile, a smirk. Like she made it look like, oh, I I think I won, but maybe that was all fake. She, um, she did do that as a publicity stunt, though. It's like, she was like, all right, I know I lost, but I need to get something out of this fight. I need people to be talking about me. That's how I get my next fight. That's how I get my next whatever job. So I need people to be talking about me. So I will make, like, a big drama scene. This chick needs to go to WWE. I, I don't know why she's hurting her pretty face and bare-knuckle boxing. It's not even like, you know... Regular boxing or UFC, even though regular boxing, they say, could cause the uh, brain trauma. But, again, she won't be scarring up her face. You know, she'll just be, uh, you know, get that brain trauma when she's, like, 80 years old. I don't know. Whenever that starts. Um, yeah, she needs to go to over to WWE. Clearly, this fighting, bare-knuckle boxing, is not working out for her. She was in UFC... Where she was a respectable fighter, right? Let's see her UFC record. Actually, I'd watched her in UFC. Actually, did I th- the fight I watched? She might have even lost too. Um, but she's tried the bare knuckle boxing twice now. I think she's gonna give it one more fight, and that's gonna be it with her. <clears throat> the reason why I say that is either she loses a third time, and she has to realize by that point that she's done. There's no reason for her to keep fighting. Like, she shouldn't know at that point. Like, I just keep losing. I'm not good at this. Or she wins the fight, and she's like, Woo! Finally won one. I'm done with this shit now. You know, she could end on a high note. All right, let's see what her uh, her UFC record is here. So, mixed martial arts. She has eight wins, six losses. So, I mean, that sounds kind of respectable, right? I mean, that's... 14 matches, 14 fights. I mean, I don't know. Is six losses a lot? I mean, she still has more wins than losses. Um, You know, it's not like she's 8-0 and or 8-1, and but I still think eight wins is pretty impressive. You know, for UFC. Maybe she, maybe she should have stuck with UFC, gone to Bellator. I don't know. Maybe she should have gone to WWE. She said she, you know, she's been in contact with WWE. So I, I think she should probably just go there. I, she's very pretty. She's not just very pretty. She's really freaking hot. Now she's got like, I, I think she got a boob job. I don't think these are real because her boobs used to not be as big. Now her boobs are bigger. So, you know, her big rack will fit in to the professional wrestling scene. Or she could go to AEW. Maybe she'll like shake things up. Be like, oh, that new wrestling promotion. That's where uh, it's at. She could fit in wrestling. She's athletic. She's high. You know, she fits in there. Or a lot of people are saying she should go to OnlyFans. I don't care. She could do that too. Take her top off. I'll wait till someone leaks the pictures online. 
then I'll look at her naked. I am more than happy. I'd be more than happy if she went to OnlyFans. However, she needs to get out of this bare knuckle boxing. She's not good at it, clearly. And all she's going to do is scar up her face. I won't want to see her on OnlyFans if her face is all, you know, if it's all busted open and scarred up. So we need to get her out of bare knuckle boxing, get her into WWE or OnlyFans or something where, you know, she's not going to get all scarred up. There's actually, I got a a little uh, article here about her. She's flipping the camera off. And uh, her knuckles, her hands are very bruised and swollen. I guess she put it on her Instagram or something like that. But she, uh, the caption was, guess what, bitches? I'm still smiling. Well, I'm, I'm hoping she made a good deal of money from this fight. So it's like, well, why would, you know, I guess why wouldn't you be smiling? You still made a lot of money to lose a fight. The fight was actually pretty entertaining. I, I watched it. <clears throat> and, you know, those chicks were really thrown throwing hands. I was like, holy shit. But, I don't know. Let's see. In a series of pictures posted on Instagram, Van Zant smiled for the camera while she sat on her bed, flipping both middle fingers of her gruesomely swollen hands. She captioned the post, guess what, bitches, I'm still smiling. My story is full of setbacks, roadblocks, and detours, but it is still also filled with major comebacks Peace in my soul and a grace that saved my life. I promise you this. I would endure this pain every day of my life over the pain of regret. I am going to keep chasing my dream one step at a time. 99.9% of the people on earth will not dare to do what I do. The story will be even better than my first. I, what exactly is her dream? Because I don't think her dream really was to be a bare knuckle boxer, right? Was her dream to be a UFC fighter? Possibly. That's where she first started. You know, it doesn't sound like her dream was to be a bare-knuckle boxer. So I, I want to know what her dream is first, exactly. Like, if it is to be a bare-knuckle boxer, I'd be like, all right, I guess to tear your face apart, but don't expect me to look at your naked pictures if you do go to OnlyFans. You know, I, you know, I think she, you know, obviously she's just making these posts to get the attention. She wants people to be like, yeah, Paige, you can do it. Or, you know, there will obviously be a lot of people saying, nope, just give up. Go to the OnlyFans. I'm not even saying just go straight to taking naked pictures of yourself. But like I said, give a, you said, she said herself, like she would be interested in professional wrestling. Give WWE or AEW a shot. That doesn't work. Start taking those naked pictures. Alrighty, I'm going to um, take a quick trivia break, and then I will be back with some more topics. Sound good? Let's hope this works. Okay, it looks like it's going to work. Alright, here we go. Alright, so I have a famous person guessing game. So the way this works is that I have five clues about a famous person, and I'll read them each twice. The clues start off pretty difficult, but they get easier as we go along. So if you could guess this person in, like, the first clue or two, you're pretty smart. But if it takes you to, like, clue five or you can't guess the person at all, then you're probably a dumbass because by clue five, it's pretty easy to guess who the person is. All right, so each clue, again, it's about the same person. So clue one won't be about Megan Fox and clue two be about Howard Stern. It's all about the same person. After I read each clue twice, I will then name the famous person. All right, let's get to it. All right, clue one. I am an American comedian, actor, writer, producer, and TV host born April 28th, 1950 in New Rochelle, New York. Again, I am an American comedian, actor, writer, producer, and TV host born April 28th, 1950 in New Rochelle, New York. All right, we'll throw you one of these. Big tits. And we move on to clue two. All right, clue two. I am no longer the host of my own night show, but I still host a show about cars. All right, this clue might have been from a while ago. I don't know if this guy still hosts his own show about cars. However, I feel like clue two is actually a pretty easy clue, and I feel like a lot of you should already know the answer to this. 
but I'll read it again. So clue two, I no longer host my own night show, but I do still host a show about cars, or he possibly still hosts a show about cars. I still feel like that's a pretty easy clue. All right, we'll throw you some uh, big tits. Big tits. All righty, clue three. A lot of people have told me I have a big chin. Again, clue three. A lot of people have told me I have a big chin. I hope a lot of you already know who this person is. All righty. Uh, we'll throw you one of these again. Big tits. All right. Clue four. I hosted NBC's The Tonight Show from 1992 to 2009 and from 2010 to 2014. Again, I hosted NBC's The Tonight Show from 1992 to 2009 and from 2010 to 2014 after I fucked Conan O'Brien out of the job. I feel everyone should know uh, the answer to this. But... Big tits. Who knows? Alrighty. The very last clue, clue five. If you don't know it after this clue, you're an idiot. Clue five. My name is... My first name is Jay. Again, clue five. My first name is Jay. All right, so I read all the clues uh, twice. So the answer, the person that goes to these clues, the answer to the guessing game, I keep holding this out. All right, so the answer is... Jay Leno. Yeah, he sucks. Alrighty. That's the end of the guessing game. Hope you had fun. And I guess I should have said this before. If you're listening live, type the answer into the live stream if you think you know who it is. And if you're listening to the recording on Apple Podcast or one of the other platforms, then I don't know what to tell you. Join us live next time, I guess. Alrighty, everyone. Time to get back to the show. Alright, everyone. I'm back. I hope all you... uh God, that I felt like that was a pretty easy one, Jay Leno. All right, if anyone, uh, you know, I'm just plugging the number again real quick if anyone wants to call in. Uh, That number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And that number is in the YouTube description. And thank you to everyone that is listening to me live right now, Mr. A and everyone else. Okie dokes. So now, back to the show. So another thing, uh, you know, I might have already talked about this one week, I don't really remember, but I happened to see a lot of this shit this past week, so I'm like, alright, I I guess I gotta talk about it. Has everyone seen that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck they're, like, all over the fucking internet. I really don't need to see that. Like, in my opinion, those A-list celebrities like Jennifer Lopez and Affleck, they're kind of nothings now. Right? Like, what does J-Lo really do now besides look at really sexy? Like, does she still make songs? Is she still acting in movies or anything? I don't even know anything about her. The last thing I know of Ben Affleck did was play the Batman. I really I have no clue why she's with him. She like she is extraordinarily sexy and I mean she's out of his league. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sure Affleck could do all right, you know, he's a famous actor and everything. And I'm not saying like, oh man, that guy's like an ugly motherfucker, but she's like really hot. I mean, my theory is I've said this before is that he was married, right? He was married to Jennifer Garner. She was married, what, twice or something? She was at least married once, and she was uh, engaged to A-Rod. Now, they both dated. They were both engaged in the past, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. So my guess is they both were like, shit, we're getting old. We were engaged at one time. We're both trying to find people. 
I, I think we just got to settle for each other at this point. And now someone like Jennifer Lopez should not have to settle. She is very sexy. Now, Affleck is one lucky motherfucker. He gets to settle for, with Jennifer Lopez. You, you can't do much better than that. If you've got to settle, if that's what you settle at, you're doing a good job. But her, I'm like, I don't know. I, I wonder if dating someone famous is important to her. Like, I feel like maybe she could have, you know, maybe if she didn't date in the business, she could have gotten someone, I don't know, better looking maybe. What do I know? Maybe uh, Affleck is more of a heartthrob than I thought. I still remember that he hit up some chick on TikTok. Right, right, what? Or no, no, he hit her up on a dating app. I think that Raya, but I think she's a TikToker, right? I think that was it. And she's a lot. She was like a bit younger than him. And then uh, the bitch like called him out online. And but like and then afterwards, she's like, "Oh no, like he's not creepy or anything. Like no, he's no problem." It's like, well, why'd you call him out then? Like you made him look bad, and now you're like, you know, well that's okay. He made out. He didn't have to date that stupid bitch, and he gets to get back with Jennifer Lopez. She's been putting, like, some extraordinarily sexy pictures up lately in bikinis. She is one of the hottest MILFs there is. She's definitely in my top five MILFs. I got a whole list. Of, I guess I got it one day. I got to go through my my list, May, at least my top ten MILFs. Even though there's a lot more than ten. There are a lot of hot MILFs out there. My God. Big tits. That's right. Um... So, yeah, she's definitely in, like, top five. And she's dating Affleck. I just, I don't get it. Like, especially, what brought her back to Affleck so fast after A-Rod? Like, was there a little cheating thing going on there? I've never found Affleck entertaining in the slightest. I've never thought he was a good actor. I remember, like, when I was really young watching Daredevil, and I didn't even, like, I don't even think I knew who his name was. And that might have been, like, the first movie where I was like, wow. There are so such thing as bad actors. I was like, this guy fucking sucks. I remember he was also in a, like a schlock type of movie, a stupid like rom-com thing with uh, Denise Richards. Now, she's very sexy. Dude, even though he wasn't like the main character, uh, Luke Wilson was. And uh, that, like I remember him being in that, and that movie was just a stupid, shitty movie. And then he was in Batman, and I didn't like him as Batman at all. Now they're going to get Robert Pattinson as Batman, and he's got to suck in the part. You know, it's funny. Even South Park, I, 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 I guess I got to play this clip now. Even South Park uh, made fun of it. They got to make another South Park episode now uh, talking about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. There were there was a, a couple. The big one, I guess, was when Cartman uh, makes his hand into Jennifer Lopez, and then Ben Affleck wants to jump. Uh, he dumps the real Jennifer Lopez for Cartman's hand. Who ends up being uh, Mitch Connor? But uh, the one I'm talking about is where Butters just hates Ben Affleck because I, th- I think it's just because he's dating Jennifer Lopez, and then he finds out that they broke up, and then he's like, "Oh, you know what? Ben Affleck really isn't that bad of a guy." I'm gonna play this part. So this is from South Park. Stop ruining our island, Howlies! So, in South Park right now, they're swinging golf balls at a yacht to keep them away. I think that's what it was. So, none of the golf balls are hitting. What are they doing? Now, some are hitting. Take a swing. Let them know they are not welcome. And here goes Butters. He's about to hit a golf ball into a yacht. Hear what he says. I've never done this before. It's all right. Just try to tap into that anger that's inside you. Now, what could make someone so angry that they can knock someone's eye out with a golf ball? Let's see. My anger. My anger. Stupid. Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, and he just knocked that guy's eye out with a golf ball. That was pretty funny. Um... So yeah, they got to uh, make it another episode now talking about these two because I really I don't understand why they're making so many headlines and stuff. It's like aren't they kind of nobodies at this point? What are they doing? Like, do they have any TV shows out right now? Do they have any movies out? Maybe I'm just ignorant on them. Maybe I'm like, but I, I feel like if they were in something remotely popular, I'd be hearing about it. The thing that seems to be making them so popular right now is just the fact that they're dating each other again. 
Now, I don't mind looking at pictures of Jennifer Lopez any day. She's sexy as hell. However, it's just like I don't need to see Affleck, you know? I don't know. South Park needs to, uh, they need to make an episode about them again. And they, they should make Butters really pissed again. He should find out that they're dating again and he just flip the fuck out. Be like, what the fuck are they doing dating again? Okay, I thought that was going to be better. I, I, I don't have it in me really to uh, flip out his butters. They should, uh, honestly, Playboy should uh, give Jennifer Lopez a lot of money to pose in their magazine because I feel Jennifer Lopez wants to get naked and show it off. But, I, you know, I don't think she wants to be like a Kardashian and, you know, just take pictures of herself naked and post them like Kim does. I don't think she wants there to be a, you know, accidental sex tape leaked. I don't think she, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't even think she'd want to get on OnlyFans or anything. I feel like the thing maybe she would do would be Playboy. I feel like there's a lot of celebrities in the past, you know, that have done Playboy. And let's be for real, Playboy, they they making it that much longer. Who knows how much longer Playboy has. They really need to evolve. You know, they're... They're a magazine company. Who's buying magazines anymore? If you're going to buy a magazine, you want it to be for someone that you're actually going to look at, right? I'm not going to just buy... There's too many naked chicks online. You're not going to buy a magazine, you know, if it's not going to be someone that you like, like a celebrity, really, at this point. They, if, if they weren't already, like, known, they would have to be so extraordinarily hot. People would have to be talking about them. For me to actually go out and buy that Playboy. However, if Jennifer Lopez was in Playboy, I'd be buying that magazine. Hell yeah, I would. And I, I feel I feel she does want it. She likes to, you know, like, like they say, if you got it, flaunt it. She got it, she flaunts it. I feel like she wants to flaunt more. I feel like she knows she is sexier than a lot of the women that flaunt their shit, that get a lot of, you know, compliments for flaunting their shit. You know, she she knows she's sexy. I mean, like, even in, like, she had that uh, one song, Booty, that she did with Iggy Azalea. I think it was called Booty or Big Booty. I don't even know. And she's, like, really shaking her ass there and stuff like that. She knows she has a phenomenal ass. She knows she's hot as hell. I think she wants to uh, flaunt her shit. And she doesn't, and I think she really does want to get naked, so she really gets the attention for that. I mean, she already has a lot of money, but she couldn't, you know, she could always use more, I guess. And I think Playboy might be the only thing that could make her do it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she doesn't even want to do it. I think she does. But if she uh, does do it, I don't think she would just be posting them online. I think she'd want to do it through a company. And which other one would you do it through than uh, Playboy? Even though Hugh Hefner's dead. So it's... I feel like part of uh, the whole experience is like meeting Hugh Hefner. I'm not... Maybe she already did that, but... I don't know. Well, I think we should get a petition started for uh, her to get for Jennifer Lopez to get in Playboy. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be Playboy. I'll take her naked anywhere. But for some reason, in my head, if she were to get naked and you know show the public, it would be for Playboy. It wouldn't be, uh, you know, just her leaking her pictures or anything. Well, what do I know? All right, that actually is a, a kind of decent segue into my next topic. This one I found pretty funny. There's a spinal surgeon. His name is uh, Dr. Han Joe Kim, and he's divorcing his sexy-ass wife because she was prostituting herself. Now, apparently she was ma- she was making like $700,000. So it's like, I don't know. What's, what's the deal, dude? I mean... You got a sexy-ass wife, and she's bringing in some dough. I say, quit your job. You're like, all right, you want to do this? I'll sit at home. You make the money. I'd pay her. Now, she's really pretty. Apparently, she's a, uh, she was a, uh, what, a beauty queen. Her name's Regina Taylor. You, got, you guys got to look her up. She's really hot, honestly. I'm, now, does, do they have an age? I mean, they definitely have an age difference, but, like, do they have a huge one? Because... He looks a bit older uh, to me. Like, she, you know, she looks quite a bit younger. So let's see. I have an article here from the Daily Mail. 
A Manhattan spinal surgeon has settled his divorce with former beauty queen wife after claiming in court papers that he discovered she had been engaged in sex work. You gotta wonder why, like, she's really hot and she was a beauty queen, so she has some sort of audience following, right? You gotta wonder why she didn't just do, like, the OnlyFans thing. And sorry if you guys are hearing noise right now. There is a noise in the background. So you gotta wonder why she didn't do the OnlyFans thing. She definitely could. She's definitely more than uh, pretty enough to do it. Uh, Let's just see what else the uh, article says here. Dr. Han Jo Kim saw an onulum... Oh my god, I'm an idiot. Saw an annulment of his marriage to former Miss USA hopeful... Regina Turner claiming she worked as a high-end call girl before and after their 2015 marriage. Okay, so I guess that was before the OnlyFans thing, right? OnlyFans, I feel, just became popular like a few years ago. I still feel, you know, like... I wonder if it was like a secretive thing and she was like, oh, like, because there was definitely other ways for her to expose herself online. But I wonder if it was like a secretive thing. If she was like, "Oh, if I, if I, if I like, you know, hook a little bit, like no one's really gonna know. Like I, you know, I don't. I, these men aren't gonna like expose me on the internet so my family finds out and my husband finds out. Or maybe she just wanted to be a hooker. Who the hell knows? I wonder if she did this legally. Like it does say, worked as a high end call girl before and after their marriage. So what's a high end call girl? I mean, I get you know. I guess that's higher than street hooking, but it, does that is that like working at like a famous brothel or something in like Las Vegas, or is that I I don't even I really don't know. It's I mean high end call girl sounds like it's legal, right? Beats me. All right, so uh, special surgery Dr. Kim settled his divorce from Turner before a public court hearing, which was scheduled for 10 a.m. Monday, a court spokesman told the Daily News. The divorce papers filed in Manhattan Supreme Court reportedly allege that Turner earned nearly $700,000 in cash from her clients. All right, so what exactly does that mean? Does that mean she earned $700,000 in total? Or she earned 700... I mean, that would be... I feel like that's a ridiculous amount if she earned 7,000... 700,000 from each client. I don't know what prostitutes go for, really, but that sounds like way too much. Let's see. Millionaire surgeon Dr. Kim claimed he first became aware of his wife's double life in December 2020 when he came across an explicit iMessage intended for Turner, which detailed a sexual encounter between her and another man, the court papers report. I so she's keeping in touch with her clients. I feel like that's just unprofessional. You don't keep in touch with your clients. Come on. I wonder, and does she not, like, I guess the iMessage just doesn't come up as iMessage. He gave her, like, a thank you. He just happened, oh, babe, you got a text. Wait, what the hell is this? The papers go on to claim that Turner, who won the Miss Connecticut title in 2011, had clients including a New Jersey-based real estate executive and an award-winning light designer, New York Daily News reported. Well, who is it? I want to know who this guy is. It's funny that they're hiding his name. I thought they only hid, like, kids' names. I mean, if he's an award-winning lighting designer, come on. Like, geez, he's he's almost as famous as Ben Affleck. Let's see. This says, not to belabor the obvious, but defendant clearly committed material fraud upon Dr. Kim by concealing her sale of sexual services in exchange for money prior to the marriage. Dr. Kim reportedly states in the court documents, As is further obvious, plaintiff would never have married defendant absent her lies and concealment. So, I'm thinking she's a gold digger. Even though she clearly does her own work. But I'm thinking she's a gold digger. Because he's a millionaire surgeon, right? And she's an extremely hot beauty queen. Man, she is hot. You guys gotta look her up. Like I said, her name's Regina Taylor. 
Man, she literally... How old is this chick? Why isn't it saying her age? She looks like she's like 23, and the guy looks like he's like, I don't know, 47? <laughs> random age. Both random ages. Let's see. Do we see any ages here? Man, this guy's got some chin on him. If you guys want to see what he looks like, again, his name is Dr. Han Jo Kim. Man, she looks like such a, like a nice, innocent girl, too. Uh, let's see what else this has to say. The court documents also reportedly include records of financial transactions alleged to be payments from clients to Turner. A hearing was due for Monday as Dr. Kim sought to void the marriage on the grounds that he was a victim of fraud. Poor guy. He alleged that Turner misled him about other details of her past, including that she has studied science. Well, kind of science. That's That sounds fishy right there. Who just majors in science? She studied has studied uh, science at the University of Connecticut for three years for uh, three years before leaving to compete in the Miss USA pageant. I mean, that sounds sketchy right there. No one, I studied science. No, you studied biology, you studied chemistry. Apparently, this guy for a surgeon just wasn't that bright. Uh, in the court documents, Dr. Kim reportedly alleged that his wife pretended to be out with friends while actually engaging in sex work and also claimed she had to make frequent week-long trips to China relating to a clothing app she was developing. Clearly, he did not ask many questions. Maybe she was a good uh, liar, too. Who knows? I feel like uh, he should have been able to figure some of this out. Let's see. In fact, such travel was in connection with defendant's provision of sexual services in exchange for money. New York Daily... New York Daily News said Turner's subpoenaed bank records allegedly showed $675,030 in cash deposits from 2015 to 2021. I right, we're just about at the end of this article. Let's see. <clears throat> Let's see what this has to say. It reported that records show checks for as much as $2,000 each made out to cash and deposited and Turner's account from the New Jersey real estate executive, whom the outlet did not name. The deposits from the executive totaled $185,500. It has a 5000 there. It's probably supposed to be uh, $185,500. Uh, according to the documents filed by Dr. Kim and reported in the New York Daily News. Meanwhile, the lighting design that's hilarious that this guy's a, like a famous lighting designer. I mean, clearly he's not like a famous lighting designer because there's no such thing as a lighting designer being famous, but I've never really, you know, heard of that being someone's profession. Oh, you need to contact the lighting designer to design our lights. <clears throat> oh crap. I just saw I got a call in, wasn't looking. If you want to call in again, caller, feel free to call back in. I always appreciate that. <clears throat> I'll be looking this time. So, uh, blah, blah. I'm just getting to uh, the very end here. Oh, it looks like we're getting that call in again. Hold on, caller. Oh, right, yeah, you're on the air with Frankie D. Oh, send a oh voicemail. Press two. Yeah, you're on the air with Frankie D. What's up, Frankie D? It's Mr. A. What's up, Mr. A? You liking the show so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what your situation with Odejo is, but I think she'd make more money if she just sold the news on her own than going to Playboy. You think Playboy still got that kind of money? I just don't think she would, uh, I don't think she would expose herself on her own. I mean, if she did, where do you think she would go to? OnlyFans? I mean, yeah, that'd be, that'd be her, probably her second best option. I think if she took news and just sold them as a stunt, I think she'd make more money that way than for OnlyFans. I don't think Playboy has enough money to pay her. So... Right, so you, if, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, didn't didn't Playboy Glow not full nude now? Don't they cover up the, I think, the I th- JJ? I think they took that back. 
I think I think they tried that out and they were like, all right, this is clearly a mistake. Yeah, that's because they were having transgender women on. Oh yeah. That's why they were covering it up. Yeah, no one wanted which, to. Uh, which I'm not hating. I'm just saying that's that's your thing. That's your thing, but that's not. Yeah, but I, Playboy should do, you know. Yeah, but the average Playboy buyer didn't want to see a penis on their woman. Nah, nah, you're right. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Playboy makes enough money right now to pay somebody like J Lo. Yeah, I mean, probably. I don't know. I mean, let's see. I'm gonna look up how much, uh, how much they're they're worth, because if they put all their like not all, if they put a ton of their money into her, like she could probably be like their new mascot. Yeah, they would have to run a lot of it though. They would have to run a lot of campaigns and promotions. I think it would, it would probably collapse them before it made them any money. Because yeah. honestly, just think about it. Who who nowadays says, oh, did you see this actress or this singer was in Playboy? When's the last time you heard anybody say, hey, did you hear who was in Playboy? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I don't. The only the only thing right, I can exactly. the only thing I'm I was saying with her though is I can't see her releasing them on her own. I feel like because she has that A list, you know, because she's an A lister, she she just wouldn't want to do that. Like, yeah, I think the Playboy thing would feel more professional to her. That's the only thing I can think of because you know you get a lot of these tr- these trashy internet people that do that, and I don't think she wants to be along the lines of the internet people, you know, she wants to be like that established actress, singer and stuff, not like, you know, one of these uh, chicks on YouTube that just get naked and on OnlyFans and stuff, you know? Yeah, that, but that'd be your only way to make big money is the OnlyFans or doing it somehow on her own and selling it like PMZ or selling it to some, some uh, media outlet. I don't think Playboy would be able to pay her enough. And now that you talk about OnlyFans, what was that chick's name that was a boxer or a bare-knuckle fighter? Wait, the chick I was talking about today? Yeah, the chick you were talking about earlier. What's her name? Oh, Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, you, you can say what you want, but if she, her face gets beat up and she starts letting out naked pictures, you're still going to look, bro. Don't lie. I'm still going to look. I ain't paying, though. I mean, they'll get leaked sooner or later. <laughs> yeah, just think if she's got cauliflower here, you got better handles, you know? Yeah. Her her nucks are all screwed up. Type. Also, I, just, I looked up. Uh, it says, the earnings report recorded an 89% year-over-year increase to $147.7 million in 2020. So that's what it says... Uh, I guess they brought in in 2020. It says, uh, the brand has relaunched its public listing via SPAC in February and has raised its 2021 forecast to $200 million in revenue. So, I don't know how much she would want for pictures. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if, if they were going to give her $100 million, let's say they did bring in $200 million in revenue that year, that'd be half their revenue. Yeah, then they would have to spend another fifty. For, well, I'm probably not 50 million, but they still have to pay a few more millions of campaign, or not campaign, but promote and, and get it out there. So as many people, you know, before they let it go, will know she's on there. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, in some sort of way, I do, I'd hope her uh, nudes get out there. Whether it is play, I mean, I, that, that was just what I'm saying because, like I said, she's an A-lister. That's just the only way I could see her doing it. Yeah. Um, I'd like for her to do it so when she gets naked and takes that picture, I can say, see, Frankie, look how, look how fucking loose that thing is. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I can cut on here, but look how loose that thing is. It's hanging, bro. I mean, we'll, I, <clears throat> we'll see if she uh, posts it. I, 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 as long, you know, as long as you can prove me wrong, uh, you know, I, that just means the picture's out there. That means I'd be happy. Let's be real. She wouldn't be posting those. Hey, maybe you're right. Maybe that's why she's not posting the pictures. Yeah, that thing, that thing is 
hanging low. That's why they call it J-Lo. It's JJ's too low. What do you think of her ass, though? I mean, she's known for her ass. <laughs> yeah, you have to bend her over or something so you don't have to look forward. I, I need to get another sound right. effect to go along with this. Big tits. But one that says big ass. <laughs> there you go. All right, Frankie B. I'll catch you later, man. I'll All right, thanks for calling in, Mr. A. All right, thank you later. Peace. All right, good having Mr. A on. Sorry again that I didn't pick up at first. Uh, I wasn't looking. My reception does suck, so. But at that time, I just wasn't looking. Sometimes it goes, like, straight to voicemail or something. I'm like, ah, crap. All righty. So, anyway, I'll get back to this last part of uh, this article about the surgeon divorcing his wife that was prostituting herself. Dr. Kim earned uh, $3.2 million in 2018. Man, he makes a lot as a surgeon, according to uh, New York Daily News, which said the couple own an Upper East Side apartment and a waterfront home on Long Island. DailyMail.com has reached out to lawyers for both Kim and Turner for comment, and I do hope they give their comments, because this I find a very interesting story. I want to know why they don't give their ages. I want to know how old these people are. I really want to know how old she is. If they do have that big age difference, I think that's just uh, just showing to all these older men that want to date the younger chicks. They're obviously, you know, they're gold diggers. They're obviously dating you for your money. So, don't do it. Even though this one's, <laughs> this one's weird. It's kind of like, I shouldn't even say this is a gold digging si- situation. I think she is a gold digger, probably. That, you know, she was like, oh, I could marry a uh, millionaire. But she was making money, clearly. I don't know. Guy was probably felt, felt hurt or something. He was like, oh, no. My wife's, like, cheating on me. And she's getting money for it. Ah. I don't know. Poor dude. Again, if you guys want to look her up one last time, her name's Regina Taylor. Really hot chick. All right. Before uh, I end the show, we're going to give Conan one. One last call again. Because we've caught him the last few weeks. We talked about poor girl. And why not? Let's just do it again. I like calling Conan O'Brien, apparently. Let's see. Let's get this number here. Womp, womp. Oh, crap. I missed a number. Crap! Sorry if you're hearing, like, a stupid noise again. I need to get another place to do this show. Okie dokes. Let's see if this goes through. If My reception is good enough. Come on. There we go. I think it's going to work. Hey, Conan O'Brien here. Yep. Uh, Here's the deal. Ask me a question. Feel free to ask me anything you want. And maybe, just maybe, I will answer your question on the podcast. So be creative. Go for it. And maybe I'll be talking to you soon. Yo, Conan, it's Frankie D again. You know, I was eating my uh, pork roll sandwich for lunch today. And I was thinking, you still haven't gotten back to me. You haven't told me if you call it a pork roll or a Taylor ham. Because I've always known you for being a pork roll guy. And then I heard some news that you were calling a Taylor ham. And I'm like, I, I know that's not Conan. I know that's not my Conan. You know? Might be someone else's Conan. That is definitely not my Conan. Did you hear about her? I was just talking about her. Did you hear about Regina Taylor? Some chick, she's married to some millionaire surgeon, but now he's divorcing her because he found out she was hooking. He, he found out his wife was a prostitute. Now, at first, I was like, oh, man, what a bitch. Why would, you, why would she be doing that? Her husband's a millionaire. She doesn't need to do that. And I'm like, she, like she's cheating on him. Living this separate, you know, living this, you know, secret life from him. And then I find out she calls it pork roll. And I was like, hell yeah. So I'm not too mad at her anymore. I did think she was a bitch at first. But now I'm like, oh, she calls it pork roll. 
if you got a Taylor Ham, I'd be like, lock her up. But she calls it pork roll. All right, Conan, I got to go. You should look into that. Let me know if you call it a pork roll or Taylor Ham, too. Because, again, I've always known you for being a pork roll guy, a pork roll guy but I heard those rumors that you were calling it Taylor Ham. And like I said, I know that can't be my Conan, you know? All right, peace out. Oh, man, I wonder if any, I wonder if people have actually, uh, you know, I, I doubt they've actually played that on his podcast at all. I wonder if whoever listens to those messages, whether he does or probably not, his producers or something, I wonder if they've actually heard these yet and they're like, why the hell does this dude keep calling in about this? Okie dokes. If anyone wants to do any uh, last second call-ins, I'm about to end the show. I'll plug that number one last time. Also, for the you live people, I see you guys there. Give me those likes. I see you there. Come on. Um, so that number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. And that number is in the YouTube description. Okay. So, ending the show now. Uh, again, everyone, follow me on YouTube at the Frankie D Show. Smash that subscribe button, give me the thumbs up, ding the bell, do all that good stuff. Uh, what else is there? Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Frankie D Show. Listen to me anywhere you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of that stuff. Feel free to call on the show. And yeah, that's about it. You know, I ended up I, I ended up looking for that ice cream last weekend this week. That uh, mac and cheese ice cream I talked about the other week on the show. Apparently now, you know, people were like pissed off about that in the beginning. And now apparently people were saying, oh, this stuff actually tastes good. So I looked for it and I can't find it. So I do want to buy some. The Kraft mac and cheese ice cream. I don't know why I just felt the need to throw that in there at the end. All right, guys. Again, follow me at the Frankie D Show. Anywhere, just remember the Frankie D Show. YouTube, anywhere you'll get your podcast, Instagram, and Twitter. All right, I am done. I will catch you guys next Friday. Well, if we're listening live. If you're uh, listening to the audio on any of the podcast apps, I'll be dropping this on Tuesday. Peace.